What's up, guys? Brett Apple here from DailyFanMMA.com, back with another UFC Quick Picks on the Mayo Media Network. We have UFC 289 this weekend, Nunez versus Aldana in the main event, 11 fights on the DraftKings slate, and it's we're in Canada. Hey, it should be a pretty fun, entertaining card. Obviously, with only 11 fights, will be a little bit tricky to be unique, so um, if you can... Target one of the contrarian options on the slate, one of the contrarian fights. I definitely think that's going to help you stand out. I'm going to give you my favorite DraftKings cash game play, tournament play, salary play, and a matchup I like as well. Before I do, please subscribe to the channel, like the video, and comment below. Why don't you give me your favorite play between 8.5 and 7.7K? I think that's going to be more of a contrarian range. Lower owned fights are out. If you can get guessed correctly in that range, I think that's going to do a great job having you stand out from the field and always interested to hear what you all have to say. All right, without further ado, let's get into my cash gameplay of the week. It's going to be up top with Amanda, Nume- Amanda Nunez at 9.5K. All right, Amanda Nunez this week in cash game. She rates out very, very well as a minus 324 favorite. She has the best inside distance line on the card at minus 140. And she has five rounds to work with, with a high wrestling grappling ceiling. I mean, Nunes is absolutely smashed on DraftKings throughout her career. 153, 99, 126, 159, 107, 140. Those are just some of her recent wins. And I mean, she's landed six, six, and eight takedowns in three of her last four wins. I do worry that this fight is going to be more competitive than the betting line suggests because if the fight plays out purely on the feet, I think Aldana can be competitive. Um, I also worry a little bit about Nunez cardio. I worry a little bit about her getting hit. And it's also important to note that, you know, unlike Juliana Pena, who's defending takedowns at 20%, uh, Aldana defends at like 81%. So I'm not sold that Nunes just easily lands takedowns and gets on top and wins the fight. In cash games, I still definitely think she's uh, the most valuable fighter on the slate. She rates out extremely well. She'll be very popular, and she has an elite ceiling. And even if she wins without grappling domination over 25 minutes, uh, I still expect her to score well Nunes at 9.5K in cash games. In tournaments, you can still target her for that ceiling. I mean, the, the problem with me recommending against it is that she still has an insane ceiling. But it's important to note that she will be very, very popular. She'll probably be the most popular fighter on this entire slate. And if she doesn't wrestle with urgency, I mean, we may get a slower-paced kickboxing fight for several rounds, which Nunes could still win, but I'm not sure that holds up from a DraftKings perspective. I will have moderate exposure to her, but I think pivoting to the likes of, you know, Dvorak, Maverick, Ige, Builder, whoever, in large field tournaments makes a little bit of sense from a tournament standpoint. All right, and let's move on to my tournament play of the week. I'm taking a risk here. I'm going to go with Blake Builder at 9K. I think he's going to come in a little bit underlooked, underrated, um, overlooked compared to the rest of this price range because I see so much ownership going to Nunes at the top. I think Dan Ige gets love at 9.1K. I think Dariush gets love at 8.6K. And Mike Mallett may end up being one of the more chalky favorites on the slate at 8.8K. Builder just scored 85 points in his UFC debut. A little bit underperformed from a DraftKings perspective. 
I'm not sure he ends up that chalky. And there are risks with him. I mean, I don't I'm not sold on his striking ability or wrestling ability. And no guarantee he easily beats Kyle Nelson. But Nelson has had cardio issues throughout his career. Nelson has been knocked out. Nelson has been submitted. And Builder rates out as the type who could have who who could win inside the distance either early or in the middle or late rounds. So I like the combination of ownership and ceiling from Builder. He is minus 236 to win this fight. He's plus 140 to win inside the distance. That's very respectable. It's not the best line in this range or on this slate. But again, Nelson it, uh, averaging 2.8 strikes per minute landed, absorbing 4.8. 45% striking defense, 63% wrestling defense. He, he's he been submitted by Matt Sales, um, knocked out by Billy Quarantillo. I, I think there are multiple ways for Builder to score. And from a DraftKings perspective, I think he has a reasonable ceiling. I will be spreading out my exposure in this range to other fighters I've talked about, like Ige, Mallet, Nunes, whoever. But uh, Builder interests me a little bit from an ownership standpoint. So I like the fight. It's minus 170 to end inside the distance. I think a good matchup to be potentially a little bit overweight on compared to the field. All right, let's move on to my salary play of the week. Another very risky one here. I'm going to talk about Eric Anders at 7.8K, despite me most likely picking... Marc-Andre Barriot to win, and I like Barriot. He's just a, a solid volume striker, averages 5.9 significant strikes per minute. I've backed Barriot a lot throughout his career with mixed success, and I, I do think he can beat Eric Anders, who I have not been high on. Um, Anders is very inconsistent. I don't love his metrics or his game in general, but Anders is very durable, and Barriot is very hittable. And not only is Barriot hittable, but he also gives up takedowns at a pretty good rate, defending at only 62%. So I think there are ways for Anders to score here. Um, Anders has these... He, he's inconsistent, but he had like a great performance against Darren Stewart that ended in a no contest. His last performance against Kyle Dawkins was great too. That ended in a second round knockout. Anders hits hard, and and you know Barrio was just knocked out recently by not not just, but in 2022 he was knocked out by Kawani, had a couple of sketchy minutes against Jordan Wright, grapple dominated by Fluffy Hernandez, and then gave up like 82 significant strikes to Julian Marquez. So Anders having some success in striking exchanges, hurting Barrio would not be a shock. Anders also averages, um, let's see, 1.59 takedowns per 15 minutes. Landed three against Jinyan Park, landed three against Darren Stewart in the first round. And Burial gives up takedowns to most of his opponents, um, including eight against against Anthony Hernandez. So am I very confident in Anders here? No, but I don't expect him to be that popular. He's plus 270 to win inside the distance. It's respectable for 7.8K, and I think a win from Anders either comes from damage or grappling or, or, or both. And so I do like his ceiling from a fantasy perspective. I think he's going to be a little bit underrated again, um, not super high owned, and I'm willing to take chances on him. You can target the, the more popular fighters below, like Nate Landwehr, Charles Oliveira, who I'll touch on in a second, but if you want to be a little bit sneaky, I, I do think Anders has a chance to make this fight competitive. 
with a decent DraftKings ceiling at 7.8K. All right, and my matchup of the week, I am going to talk about Benil Darius versus Charles Oliveira. Darius is the favorite at minus 148, Oliveira plus 128. On DraftKings, Darius 8.6K. Oliveira 7.6K. Uh, the fight is, let's see, minus... 260 to end inside the distance. Oliveira obviously holds the record for most finishes in the UFC, most submissions in the UFC. And he's a dangerous striker too. And Benil Darius has been on the wrong end of some knockouts in his career. Knocked out in like 40, what, 42 seconds by Alexander Hernandez. Flying knee KO'd by Edson Barbosa. I think Charles Oliveira has early finishing upside. You know, that's probably obvious, but plus 170 to win inside the distance, early KO upside. Obviously, he could jump on the back or jump on a neck and turn that into a submission as well. 7.6K is a really cheap price to pay. I think he's going to be very popular as well, but he's just kind of an obvious target who I want exposure to in this matchup. Benil Dariush, I am favoring to win. I think he's a better fighter over an extended period of time. He's a very intelligent fighter, good metrics, 3.81 absorbed, or sorry, 3.81 strikes landed, 2.55 absorbed, 1.95 takedowns landed for 15 minutes. He's better defensively at 80%. Oliveira, three of his last four losses have come by submission. I think Dariush has wrestling upside here, some submission upside, and some knockout upside. I'm not so confident that he wins, but 8.6K, you know, if you can't pay up to the 9K range, I think Dariush is a very reasonable target who has a pretty moderate floor in a win with grappling and finishing upside as well. He's plus 150 to win inside the distance. It's not uh, the best of the best number, but it's a very good number. And I think overall, this should be a high-paced fight with grappling exchanges and a good chance for the winner to get their hand raised inside the distance. So it's a matchup I will be investing in on DraftKings. All right, guys, that's it for this week's UFC Quick Picks. Thank you so much for the support. DailyFanMMA.com. We are running a special promo. The MMA Summer of Fun is what I'm calling it. MMA Premium Summer of Fun. $69 gets you every single event throughout the next nine weeks. Um, It's a, a pretty good deal, so I hope you take advantage of it. Uh, don't want anyone to put in long-term commitments, but we're just covering the summer here. So that's $69 for the next nine events. You can find more information on my Twitter account too, Brett Apley, double T, double P. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, guys. Like the video as well. Thank you so much for the support. Best of luck in your contest this week. Stay safe. Take care. We'll talk to you all soon. Peace.